Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the upcoming. Doctors, lawyers, entrepreneurs, it doesn't matter. We're here to talk about all the best and the brightest as they make their way to their dream careers. I'm your host, Jonathan Carr. Join me as we have a spectacular conversation with an equally spectacular person. You ready? Let's go. Hello, world, and welcome to The Upcoming, the perfect place to catch the best and brightest on their way to the top. For all you listening, folks, happy new year. You know, 2024, a new year, a new time for you, time for me, time for all of us, you know, to just bring out just another year to bring out the best in us, each other, everybody. And also, if you're watching, this is the month of February, and now this is going to be the first episode of the year. So celebrating that with me is a phenomenal band. So we have uh, SUNY Purchase, who have been, I've actually spent a lot of time with them back while I was purchased myself. They spent countless nights nonstop just owning their craft, working on their music, you know, looking for the inspiration and just looking to inspire other people. And just <laughs> overall brilliant bringing that love for music, which is so fitting because it's February and our theme for this upcoming, we're doing something a little different here. Uh, the upcoming folks, uh, we're doing themes and February is the theme of love. So what better way to talk about love than to bring a couple guys in who have just an absolute love for music, for their craft. And that group is the amazing Osiris and Andres of the band phenomenon. How's it going, you guys? Everything great, man. Yeah, having a blast here. Of course, man. First college this is the greatest college of all time. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so, all right, guys. So, as part of the upcoming, I've given you an introduction. Now it's time for you to introduce yourselves. So, please indulge us. Who and what exactly are you? Um. I am, um, my name is Osiris. I am a human being. <laughs> now I'm playing with you. <laughs> um, yeah, um, my name is Osiris. I am an artist, so, um, but just a well-rounded, um, individual. Like, I don't just do music. I, I train, I do martial arts, I do track and field, um, and all stuff. And then, like, you know, occasionally help people out in the world, I guess. Um, you know, work, make money. I'm, I'm, I'm just a regular guy. Um, but, but, you know, sometimes I'm on, on my spare time, like, you know, on, on like days off, I just go on stages and I curse people out. Um, and, and like, um, and, and like, you know, just do my thing. I, I occasionally rock the mic. Some people call me a rapper. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just a regular guy, but, um, but I, I, I got a band and all this stuff. With with um with this guy right here, yeah. I'm also a human being. Um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah. So my name is Andres Merlano. Um, I'm I'm originally born in Colombia. I came to the U.S. Um, when I was four, and then ever since I've been doing it back and forth. But um, yeah, I'm a member of Phenomenon. Um, the bass player, uh, precise, and the lead composer of the group. Uh, so he write he writes the lyrics. I do the music, and yeah, all all he's been saying is true. Um, he <laughs> that's how I pretty much joined this group, and ever since I've just been motivated by 
his um, vision because it follows um, a lot of what I believe too in music. I'm someone who definitely believes that you can set yourself up for success if you really try hard, dedicate yourself, and have, um, you know, not just the passion but discipline as well. And yeah, you got to be patient with this stuff and. Yeah, I just really have a profound love of music. Now, you know, now that you talk about the theme of love, you know, really fitting for that. Um, I am someone who believes that talent is a myth. Uh, you, you can look at both ways, honestly, too. You can disagree. But for me, I don't think no one has talent in life. I think, you know, you can really achieve anything. If you set your mind um, to do that, single thing, whatever it is, you can really achieve it. This, you know, your only limit is your, um, m your imagination really, honestly. And yeah, no, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it I got for you. Yeah. He stole all that from like a motivational speaker. I <laughs> so when you guys, um, do tell me a little bit about how you guys, have, uh, how you guys met. And so, you know, when you were putting together just the idea of you know, working together and creating a band and creating music, um, what were some of the what were some of the things you guys had to like work out first, like kind of like figure out on your own? Well, it's funny. Um, before I met this guy, my idea was to be more so of a independent um, musician. You know, I did I didn't believe too much in being part of a band because I really I really thought like the best way for me to go is to go out and play with different people, you know, experience different genres of music. So but after really playing that show and I which, you know, was a lot of fun and I really took it upon myself to like compose like what we play because we only have bass and piano and obviously the lyrics. Um but then I went ahead and I'm like what would this song sound like? you know, with everything, you know, other instruments like drums and guitar, you know, et cetera, right? I went on a small application, I don't even remember the name anymore, and I composed for the first time in my life. And it was just a great feeling. Um I felt felt proud of it. And ever since, yeah, we I mean the pandemic came unfortunately, so it was kinda hard. One of the main challenges was for us to meet. I also left um the country for like seven months. So there was, you know, there was mainly everything we were doing was mainly through Zoom. But, you know, I would, I would, it was more so getting a habit, you know. The the challenges was like, because he hadn't worked with a bass player before. I've never worked with a, um, with a vocalist, let alone a um, rapper. Uh, so it was kind of getting used to it at first. And honestly, you know, little by little, I would compose the beat, send it to him. He will record his vocals. I'll come up with basic ideas. And little by little, we'll figure out stuff out. It was the main issue. The main issue was, you know, distance and, um, you know, uh, the habit. So, but after that, I think we got, we got it all. Yeah. Like, um, in the beginning it was. It was fucking weird. I'm not gonna lie, um, because like, um, I really didn't really see myself working with like anyone. I I didn't look like you know I was just writing rhymes, just just maybe picking some beats off of like YouTube, and rapping over them, and all this stuff. Occasionally singing when it came to theater, theatrical shows. Um, but then like that was about it. But then um. 
But then, like, um, you know, I ran into this guy's playing bass. And I was just like, oh, okay. So so we did that Black Hair Sigma show. The song was called Rest in Power. You can't find it anywhere. So don't try looking. You cannot find it. It is not on any platforms. No one posts it. If someone posted on their story, stories only last 24 hours. I posted the instrumental on Instagram. I took it. You can't find it. You can't find it. You will not be able to find it. So you you you, you can get a, a master hacker. They will not find it. And if they do find it, they will manage to find us. <laughs> and they don't want to. They don't want that. But in any event, um, yeah, man. Um, like so, like a month into the pandemic, right? This guy sends me sends me like a, a, a instrumental track he did for. Rest in power and all stuff like that. And I was just like, oh, shoot. So in my head, I'm like, oh, shit. So he actually gives a fuck about this song. Like, you know, he gives like, he gave like enough of a fuck to take the time out to make an instrumental for it. And I was just like, okay, dope. Um, you want to make music together? And then from there on, it was, it was, it was, um, you know, it was during the, the pandemic. So, um, our, our first song after that was, uh, was, was a COVID song. Um, we actually made a song about COVID. Um, and uh, stuff like that. It was actually um, like you know, it was, it was like a five minute song and 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 stuff like that. It was actually decent. Like I I, I performed it at a show one time. I, I had a really good crowd crowd reception. But um, you can't find that song either. That song is 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 beyond the like the the sealed files like that. So you will never hear that song. That song will never hit the light of day. You ne- ne- won't even hear the instrumental. But yeah, that was like like you know, I was sending him um. Um, you know, the lyrics and stuff like that. He was sending me back the first verse, the second verse, the third verse, this is that, and all that stuff like that. Like, you know, times were much simpler back then. But then when it came to back in business, which was flash flash forward to twenty twenty one, where um your first year dorming on first year. Oh yeah, it's just his no, it was actually your first year dorming. Your, and your and first my year. first year in oh, yeah. like in person on on purchase. Um, cause I did my first year virtual low key miss. Um, but like, um, yeah, we, um, we just got together. Um, and we were just like, okay, so how much, how much cocaine do we got to snort to make this song like insane? So, cause if you heard back in business, that song is like, song is like Bohemian Rhapsody on drugs. So if 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 Freddie Mercury like did did a lot of drugs and then listened to like a lot of hip hop um and and went back to Queen and went like yo guys <laughs> yo I am a product of one track. There we go. There you go. That's what back in business is. That's exact that's the perfect way to sum it up. So um so yeah, so 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 we was in the lab, you know, we was like you said, we were spending countless nights. We were like um there is a first draft of back in business that we played at a show in Harlem. You will never see that either. <laughs> you will never, ne- never, absolutely not. You know, there's a video somewhere, but um you can't find it. But for some reason we we were like the best ones there. I don't know how, because that song was so bad back then. So then, um, let's say like that was in September 2021, December 2021. We said, you know what? I think we can make this better. No, not even I think. Obviously, we can make this better. And so we all went back to the drawing board, literally started from scratch. And then um, March 3rd, 
What happened? March 18th. Yeah, oh yeah, March 18th, right? I'm going crazy. Um, so March 18th, that's when we played the first show back in business and the crowd went crazy. We had we had people, we we had dangerous people jumping in the air and stuff like that. Like, you know, we had like uh um the, like for some reason we created enemies um from from that song. Like literally that's how good the song was. Like like there was someone if you see the video somewhere all the way in the back of just sitting there bopping their head but their but their arms are folded because they're kinda hating on us just because we didn't give them credit. And you were there too, John. Yeah, you were there too. There see the video. <laughs> yeah, you were there too, but like I, I was there. It was a blast. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was a time to be alive. You know, twenty twenty two in the uh, in the very beginning and that basically set the stage for us like then uh, i feel like like then that's when we kind of figured out this whole um you know hip-hop and and taking it to different genres that's our main goal of music we want to like we want to transform music because music nowadays fucking sucks everything is copy and paste it's it's almost like they got the same writers they got the same producers for every damn song i mean like e- even some of the new artists that i used to respect they, they're coming out with this with this drill sound and all stuff like that and i'm just like okay can we get some like some real sounding music here like like can we can we make music feel fresh and feel new feel feel young because now it's getting like like it's like everyone's sucking this thing dry, especially the hip hop scene. Cause now, now I, like, you know, we got rappers like Ice Spice. Like, you know, you went to purchase, you study biology. I don't know how the fuck you became a rapper, but yeah. but but that's besides the point. Cause you know things happen. Um, but the way I see it, um, there's so many people doing music nowadays. Because everyone is thinking that this drill thing with rap is so easy to do. So everyone's coming out with it. And so with that, that's drowning out um, all, all the music that is still good and artists who are still putting out really, really good music. And so they're going like unseen and stuff like that. So it's like, okay. Um, I, I remember my eighth grade teacher told me what goes around comes around and stuff like that. So So here we are. We are... We are what's gonna go around, and then we are what's gonna come around. Like you know, we, we we take inspiration from a lot of legendary artists: Michael Jackson, James Brown, um, Eminem, Tupac, Rakim, Biggie, Roxanne, Wu Tang Clan, um, Jacko, shit, Marcus Miller, the the the. the, the What's this guy's name? James Jamerson. James Jamerson. Oh. Um, Victor Wooten. Hey, come on now. Bruno Mars, Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye. Larry Grant. Larry Grant. George Benson. L- Little Richard. Like, the list just goes Diana Ross. Like Yeah, needless, needless to say, you guys have a lot of inspirations. Yeah, so, and and we want to bring that kind of music back, but do it in our own way. Um, add some add some hip hop spice to it, like you know, make it make it pop, literal pop music. We like Dua Lipa too. Dua Lipa's nice. Um, Dua Lipa's good. Um, and oh, Stevie Wonder's really good too. See, the more I keep thinking about it, I gotta stop myself. Anderson Park is fucking amazing. <laughs> this shit. Eminem is cool too. Um, Lin Manuel Miranda is fucking dope. Uh, I need to give that guy a high five one day. 
All right, I'm going to stop you before you uh, kill more people. Um, so, but you know, uh, you mentioned, you mentioned Dua Lipa and Anderson Pack because, you know, amongst the litter, like the folks who were just, who were just trash, who were just all copy and paste, you'll always find like, uh, like one or two people, a couple who, you know, bring their own like style, their own original sound to it. Like even in hip hop, where you, with a bunch of lils, there's always going to be like a JID or a um, freaking Earth or like an Earth Gang or something. So, or Denzel Curry. Now you got me thinking of like naming off people right now. Um, but uh, regardless, uh, when you see like just how people, how artists can become just that sort of that sort of diamond in the rough or that um, that pick of the litter, like how how was it um, made you guys think about? Think some more about how you plan to stand out when you guys, you know, do blow up and you guys do um, get more music out. Well, standing out, I feel the biggest challenge we're still trying to work out because as much as we want to make all this great music, all this um, experimental music and bring it back to what it used to be, we also got to keep in account that the audience in today's world has changed. Um, and we can't necessarily do, if we want to take it in a commercial route, we can't necessarily do so much where, like, it stopped becoming something uh, regular, like, uh, um, nowadays an audience will listen to, you know? We, you know, we still want to make a living out of this, too, so we got to keep that into account. So it's really getting in the plan of, like, all right, how can we make a song, you know, that sounds different? Right, that keeps the element of old like music from like the two two thousand tens, the nine the two thousands, the nineties, the eighties, you know, etc. Um, but at the same time, make it in a way where like newer, like yes, maybe the older generation may like that, right? May find that like amusing, but how can we also attract the newer generation? Because those are the people that essentially are going to grow up with our music. We also got to really take those into account. Um, and so we really gotta. It, the challenge comes with really making that. And I feel like we are in a good track with that. Um, you know, we've performed so many songs, you know, when you say outstanding, right? We performed so many songs here in Purchase and outside of Purchase in the city too. And people always come up to us like, wow, I never heard this in my life. This is, this is amazing. This is, this is where I wanted music to go. And I really like, at least to me, it, it like, it brings me joy hearing that, but also very surprising because at first I wasn't com too confident like if that was going to work. But I feel like with the mentality we have that like approach it, yes, approach this experimental thing, make it sound good, right? But in our own style um, and, you know, the way we construct music, like me making a, a bass line and then him writing lyrics to it um, and essentially taking in our all the artists um, that inspire us, I feel we have really, like, actually, like, figured out how to really stand out. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's how we have, that's how we're doing it right now. And we, we wish to continue doing that. Um, I hope, I hope, yes, we've only, we haven't taken to a broader scene, right? We've only, only stayed in New York. But eventually when we do, when we start playing around, um, you know, outside New York City, upstate, outside the state, 
all throughout the the country. I really want to want to. I really want to hear more, more of what we've been hearing, and yeah. that motivates us to push forward this ideology we have. We will make yeah. it. It will happen. You will. You guys absolutely will. Nothing. I absolutely believe you guys will. Um, but let's just think back to um, when you guys did that show. Um, when you guys you were back in business, uh, back in 2022, you know, and just the crowd absolutely. I mean, I know you had some haters, but the crowd absolutely eating it up. I myself was. And so it's those moments um, where you guys get to, you know, perform your songs, you know, just be. You know, wow, and just like, you know, just absolutely taking a moment. Um, when you guys are on stage, you know, just performing for people, getting to show like what you spent hours and hours um, trying to perfect. What are some of the things that are like going through your head when it happens? Um, let's not fuck up. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, it's like, it's, um, it's a little nerve wracking, man, because it's like, um, you know, you have all these. You practice hours and hours and hours to perform like a five or in in, in, in back in business's case, a seven minute song. So, you know, you don't want all your work to go in vain and stuff like. um, When I'm on stage. I I fuck up almost every single time. Um, like literally, cause you know, sometimes I run out of breath, so I gotta like take out a word. Um, sometimes I'm like maybe seeing something in the crowd that is crazy or I'm seeing someone that's maybe doing something to someone and, and like, you know, um, it just catches, catches me way off guard, but you know, sometimes you just gotta dug it out. Like. I've encountered some people who are like scared, nervous, got that stage fright, can't really put themselves out there and stuff like that. So maybe when they're on stage, you're just like moving, like kind of like, like in a box and just moving and all stuff like that. And it's kind of looking like, you know, like they're just there and they're really not supposed to be like, you know, you gotta, when you get on that stage, you really gotta own it. Gotta, Gotta like, you know, let the people know that you belong here, that you was born to do this, you was made to do this. Even if they boo you. Exactly. Even if they boo you. Even if they boo you, you gotta smile with that shit. Smile and wave. Like penguins of Madagascar. Smile and wave, boy. Smile and wave. So that's exactly what you gotta do. I mean, like, you know, because there's a lot of competition in in this industry. A lot of people think that they're better than you. So, you know, and with that mentality, it's just only going to get them. But so far, you, you really got to think about it as if like, you know, um, when I every single time I go on, on this stage and I perform, you know, I am beat. I am defeating that part of me that says that I can't do it. So, you know, ain't no one is going to be beating you at beating you. Ain't no one's going to beat yeah. Okay. That's 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 powerful, man. Yeah. What do you have to say, Andres? For me, I mean, for me, it goes along those lines as well. But to add upon that, I mean, if you ever see me, fun fact, if you ever see me giving the looks, that's because people are messing up. Yeah. <laughs> that's something I'm very known for in the group. Um, yeah, but, literally. But um, but no, for me, adding upon that, 
I just like having fun. I love being um, up in the stage and being myself, which is the, I feel is the some people forget. You know, some people, you know, use that as an opportunity to maybe become someone different, which is not a bad thing. You know, you you, you can become a different persona when you perform from the person you really are. But for me, no, for me, I like to keep it real. I like to be the person I am, you know, because I feel I'm having, I'm, I'm giving you the real, like me. And if I'm going to give you the real me, I'm going to give you the real music that I, you know, intend to give you. Um, but it makes it so much fun. Like, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy. And, you know, I am definitely seeing the crowd smile and having fun also brings me joy. Cause I, it, if I see that, I know that we are doing a, a great job up there. Yeah, maybe we're doing something right if they're enjoying it, right? Maybe, maybe. I mean, I mean, you know, if they're moving, gotta be doing something right. I think. I'm not sure, but because you know, maybe, maybe you are doing something right. I, I, I certainly think so. <laughs> um, but since after you guys have gotten off. Yeah, and you're thinking back to how you might have messed up or how you could have like improved. So you no doubt it's going back, and you guys, you guys are just like continuously like practicing and trying to like recite and um, you know remember everything. So what are some what are some like practices you guys do like after a show or like um, to try you know improve yourselves besides what you've like already spoken on? What are some Methods you try to use to well honestly, after every single show, I am never satisfied. Never. Never. Like, you know, I'm I'm always thinking like, okay, yeah, we could play a better show. Like I'm always looking to the next performance and finding thinking of ways to make the next performance better. Like literally right after the song is done, I'm like, okay, how can you make the next one better? Like, you know, it's always like that always a mission to achieve whenever you're in this in this profession like you know you can't settle we do not settle for bullshit we're not like bullshit but just we just don't settle for something that is like that that half ass or just less than what we could have done so you want 100% exactly like you know you always got to shoot for the stars but but like aim for the moon or 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 like aim for for fucking Pluto is like all the way over and just not even a barely a part of the solar system. But that's how far you gotta go. Like shoot, even hit the sun, the biggest star. Cause it's like um sometimes I just find myself just writing, um just writing whatever. I have like an entire list in my notes of uh, rhymes and stuff that I would never ever ever touch it's just like you know i'm just using it to keep my ability up ability to rhyme so um and um a lot of times i'll find him here practicing bass like he practices um playing playing with the bass on songs he uses musicians great app i used it too um and it's just trying to practice as as, as much as we can um but back in business, that song took a year to make, a year, an entire year. So, that, so we spent uh, spent a whole 
365 days plus to perform a seven minute song. Just imagine that. And then like, you know, you were in the audience. I mean, like, I mean, like my question is to you, how did you feel? I loved it. Here's the thing. You guys brought in like an energy that just let me know how much you love doing what you do. You know, like Osiris, back when you were like, you were dancing and Andres, you were just, you know, just going, going ham on, uh, on the bass. It's, 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 got, it's the kind of energy that lets, that makes others have a good time too. So I had no idea you guys were working on it for a full year, but it does remind me of all those nights I'd find you guys, you know, in the lounges, just, um, practicing and, uh, recording. So that's how I knew uh, you guys were serious about what you were doing and you know i remember uh you and i talking a lot about it uh on days and just what was driving you guys to you know create music in the first place so uh, i'm gonna ask you both this looking back on all those nights that you spent all those hours you spent you know working on this song what about it do you just like would you guys like reflect the most on well, making those songs, <laughs> there was there was ups and downs, right? Everything. Um, I love you know I love working in music. Um, you know, if, if in the perfect world, you know, if I could have all, you know everything I needed to live, right? And I, you asked me to play for free, I would do it for free, right? I, that's how much I love it. Um, you know. When it comes to making a song, like there's if there's when we made our songs, there was mainly our main goal was like, how do we make this different, right? Because we don't want to fall in the trap of like, all right, I'm making a baseline that sounds exactly the same as something I've made before, or we're, we're adding um, lyrics or um, horns or piano drums. We want to make it sound different. So it was what I really liked was the brainstorming aspect, like figuring things out, you know, and loving, you know, looking back at it, really loving the fact that, like, or enjoying the fact that, like, the pieces would fall together by itself. Like, you know, he would be rapping something. In the middle of him rapping, I imagine a whole, like, the whole song already, like, apart. Like, where, yo, what if it deviates here? And then the homes start doing this here. And then you come back and just really bouncing off each other's ideas and then bringing other people, looking back at it, bringing other people, to um work with us you know they really um contributed to and added a lot you know many we essentially thought you know at first that we don't need other people but you know while that fact still holds true other people do bring stuff that maybe we don't have you know other mentalities you know other instruments of course <laughs> and but looking back at it it was really really fun it, you know and like someone who, well, in the beginning phase, someone who, you know, was just new to this composing stuff, right? Uh, it just felt different. It felt, if it had like, a, I don't know, it, it gave you a sense of confidence in your craft. You know, I was in such a, back in the day, even when I met this guy, I knew I was all right at base, but I wasn't so confident, you know? I liked that. And even coming here at Purchase, it's like, I see so many great bass players here. Like who've been playing longer than I have, and I looked back at it and was like, "Damn, bro, I really did not have that confidence." It was until I started playing with them and other people and learning. You know, I'm 
I really built that up and, you know, performing and composing. Um, but, you know, as much as it was great and all, it did, you know, looking back at it, there were parts where we maybe could have done better. Um, you know, not just in the song, but like overall in our work um, ethic. Uh, you know, there were times where we would just have these talks, right? That, there were times where we were composing, but we thought we were going in circles. Um, and then we would have these talks that would go in circles as well because we will have the talk and then do it the same exact thing we talked about not doing and so it it got frustrating there were there was a whole week where like i skipped class i barely went to eat like like once a a day like in the day only once on a whole week now we even barely call my mom and stuff working on logic figuring it out i would see my friends going in and out to parties and now you'll see me in the laptop working and, you know, it got stressful. Um, it got stressful at times that, you know, I wish I shouldn't have. It, it, it paid out at the end, of course. But, you know, I do wish I maybe would have approached it a better way. Right. Mm. And, yeah. I mean, that's overall, that's that's just things you're going to run into when working on this, when you're very passionate. You know, you want things to do yeah. right. Got to make sacrifices. Got to make sacrifices. Something has to, something has to give in order for, you know, something, an overwhelming something to be very successful. A door has to close so so the major door can open. And, um, yeah, it's like um, the, the same thing, I feel like, for me, it's like learning how to say no to people in order to get it done um, and, like, l- learning how to block out distractions like i uh, put a timer on my phone for instagram like um to like really kind of control myself i even deleted instagram a few times i mean i mean obviously i still have it because uh because like you know we're here now but um but um but yeah man it's like um a lot of those nights a lot of late nights i, I remember there was one night i like stayed up late no, actually, I didn't go to sleep at all, just so I can get a verse done. Um, so I can get a verse done for me and someone else who I was writing for someone else at the time. Um, and so I stayed up the entire day, and I stayed up all throughout the entire day of the next day, just so I can get that verse done. Like I, 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 I stayed up so, so late in the morning. I saw it. I saw the animals. <laughs> I saw like the wild animals that be roaming around when, when everyone's asleep. It's so late I was up, but, um, but mind you, that's like some of the things you're really going to have to do in order to make this profession work for you. If you're not able to, if you're not willing to put in the late hours and stuff, um, I don't know how you're going to make it. Really, I mean, I mean, he put some some bullshit Ice Spice or 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 or, or NBA Youngboy, and just um, hope to God. But uh, I don't know how far that'll get you. You will never be on no Michael Jackson level of of respect, really. And and you know, but you know, it's when you when you brought up you know making it and. We talked a little bit about you guys, you know, continuing to uh, evolve and, you know, stay, um, just continue to keep 
you know, audience engagement, it had me thinking about, you know, the business side of music industry. As we all know, music industry can be a pretty um, predatory and um, pretty toxic place. It's, it's really tough to navigate because not just, you know, trying to focus on your brand and, you know, bring the best results, but you also got to, you know, market and uh, promote your music and you got to make sure that you're building as big of an audience as possible. So, uh, random question, would you guys want to sign to a label or would you guys want to stay like, you know, independent as your own? It depends own? on, it depends on the label. Well, but we're more lenient to know. Than yeah. How I'm very skeptical. Um, well, he can explain, but he got a cousin, um, that, you know, had that, um, that experience with a label, I believe. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, um, like, um, I had a cousin that was in inside the music industry and had to deal with like a lot of shitty people. Um, and he shared some of his stories with me, and they're 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 pretty dark, and you know, there's there's a lot of um a lot of politics when it comes to the music industry and stuff. Like, um, gotta like have copyright claims, or else you're gonna end up like Roy Parker Jones. Or, or maybe it's no Ray Parker Jr. I'm sorry. I don't know who the fuck I just said earlier. Um, but Ray Parker Jr. can end up like 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 him, um, MC Hammer and all that stuff like that. Like like you know, um, it's a lot of people that that do samples and stuff like that. We don't do sampling. We we'd rather make stuff that other people would want to sample because you know with with a lot of samples like you know could run the risk of Getting into like a vanilla ice problem, or you know, I sampled um, the "Under Pressure" by Queen, and I probably didn't get the rights to that until later. So it's, it's, you know, you run the risk of that. Um, there's a lot of people that like steal lyrics and stuff like that. Like <clears throat> uh, uh, a few people that like to take credit for um for things that they didn't do. Um there there will, will be a lot of people trying to like manipulate us. Um try to make us make a song about girls with fat asses, drugs, weapons, popping pills and stuff, weed, smoking. <laughs> And all that stuff like that, and we don't even do any of those things. I mean, occasionally we do, but um, but but we don't like to talk about them. But um, but in any event, like you know, there's a lot of shady people, um, and there's a lot of stories of of um, big time people that are that that like to um manipulate people into doing things that they don't want to do in order to get themselves into a higher position. In the, within the music industry, and that's not really that's not cool. And then like you know, labels extorting people is like like you got a lot of artists comparing it to slavery. That's not cool either. So I mean, for us, you know, um, there are some labels that are pretty good. Uh, um, I will not deny that. I'm not gonna knock down every label, but of course, labels don't have a good reputation. And most of them are were created by artists themselves. Most of them were created by artists themselves. So it's it's like so, so those labels I can trust because you know the artists had to get out of the label to create their own label. 
to make it a space to where um, artists that have the same aspirations as them could grow and have the opportunities that were kind of cut out because the label that they were into um, didn't really want them to succeed within their own merit. So, um, but we do have contingency plans for that. Um, like, you know, I'm kind of like a transformer. So my hand can transform into a gun <laughs> and a sword um, at like any given moment. And, um, and they are rated E for everyone. <laughs> okay, then. All right. But um, I would warn you guys, you know, still be careful with, you know, those artists uh, created uh, labels because just because they were made by artists who were in the same position as you guys doesn't necessarily mean they'll, you know, be any better than the other bigger time. Uh, that is exists. true. But in that event, we'll just pee on them. No, no, no I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we gotta no, not not the pee part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, yeah, it's that. Um, like we said, yeah, no, me. It's all about reading the contract. Honestly, um, we're not gonna something. We are not gonna become. You know, I'd rather not do music at all than become than be owned by someone. Um, so you know, like, the thing about the music industry nowadays is, you know, that's all. You know, it's all basically. Defeating the purpose, like that's a corporation. You know, those are corporations. Um, and honestly, yeah, no, we rather if it takes us like ten years to make it big, twenty, you know, whatever it takes. But if we do it to our own merit, it's better than you know to be in that position where like we gotta do like you know stuff we don't want to do to make it big. Because at that point, I wouldn't even feel satisfied even if I make it big. Because I would feel like I cheated, like. Cheated the system. I just, you know, that's not hard work. I want to be up there through my own hard work. Um, and yeah, I'm very like, you know, I was, you know, when I was very, when I was younger and I was very naive, you know, I would believe, yo, record label is where you gotta go. But you know, really hearing a lot of people, especially like his cousin, um, talk about it, uh, yeah, it just really opened my eyes to many things. And yeah, I'm very. I'm very skeptical about it, um, and we're still learning about this music industry thing. You know, we're, you know, in a way, we're still rookies to it. Uh, you know, we still got a long way to go, and yeah, no, I mean, I think we we're gonna learn. You know, learn, probably fail at, at you know at some spots, but get back up and keep going. Um, and I, f I feel, you know, eventually we're going to find the rhythm that was, or the path is going to guide us to where we want to go. And we know how to read labels. We know how to read. So this is a warning. Well, you need glasses here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Duly noted, you guys. But yes, please do read the, read the contracts. Do not skip over those contracts and get the signing. It's... There's a lot in those contracts, I know. But still, you guys, we've got, um, I guess I know you guys thought a lot about, you know, where you're going from here, where you, um, where you want to be, how you're going to protect yourselves. But, um, can you tell me a little bit about your, um, can you tell us a little bit about your other bandmates and just, uh, relationship with them and how they, you know, put their best, um, put their best work into, to the band? 
Well, <laughs> so we a phenomenon used to be bigger. Uh, we used to have I don't know, like three, five. I would say give would take like ten people. Yeah, we used to have like ten people. Yeah, I mean, until we went and played at the Apollo Theater for Amateur Night, and we got booed. Yeah, we got booed. we didn't get booed off. Yeah, we got still booed. we got booed. Um, we didn't win. <laughs> we were the worst. Yeah, player. we yeah we 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 got the lowest score there. Yeah, we got the lowest score. Um, and I think we had the best song though. Well, that's subjective, you know. I'm mean, subjective, <laughs> but um, yeah, that kind of killed the motivation of many. Um, we could tell. I mean, they didn't really say it verbally, say it, but we could tell it kind of. So, you know, many. You know, part of ways. Well, actually, no, not many. All of them part of ways. Uh, <laughs> some because they have they were graduating. Um, they were doing other yeah. things. Some things. left the state. Yeah, <laughs> and, and was, you know, they just didn't didn't feel like their place was to be in this group. Yeah, it's fine. Some people thought we were too 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 bossy. I mean, uh, we we were very lenient. I would say. But I mean, hey, it's different strokes for different folks. There are some people like, you know, the music we do is a, is not typical music. It's very it, it's 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 us. And um, a lot of people just want us to make a simple. Well, they wanted us to make a simple song with a verse, chorus, first chorus. And it's like, OK, we can do that. But we got to spice it. We got to put our own twist and style into it because you know if we're gonna do that then then you know what what makes us unique if we're just gonna you know make something simple that everyone else is doing let's do what everyone else isn't doing and so um but um but yeah after after the you know the group split up that was by the end of last um year um that that was 2020 Three, yeah, um, 20, yeah, May twenty twenty. Like no, April. I think April. Yeah, eight. No, yeah, April. Like sometime after the Mario movie. Yeah. So essentially, it it went back to us too, which we predicted it would happen eventually. I uh, wasn't surprised about that. Um, but no. Uh, so I was like, all right, what what do we do now? <laughs> do we find new people. You know, what, you know, because we can't play all those instruments. I only play bass, and he. You know, he he got a he got a rap, and you know <laughs> we can't. You know, how are we gonna really do it? So we just brainstorm many ideas. Like, all right, how about we keep it a bass and bars for now until we find new people, or you know, play backing tracks because we had uh, audio tracks for some of our songs, and that's what we basically did over the course of the 2023 summer. We went through the city and played like rock the hell out the city yeah. <laughs> well there was one place we did <laughs> yeah it, it was like one place where, where like we did <clears throat> where yeah it, it, it was one very questionable place I, and ironically it was called the rock church. yeah I, I ironically it was a church so somehow we we got we had beef with the church but, but that's another story that's <laughs> yeah a story for another that's a story for the next episode but, <laughs> but essentially um when we played, we went through the city, played um like fifteen shows. Well, he played. There were some shows I didn't play, but you know we added all like fifteen shows. Yeah, we added all was like fifteen um, shows there. So and and uh, we had we, we got a uh, had like our first paid gig outside um yeah campus. Uh, it was a uh, we, we did a rap roulette for a comedy show. 
We even did, we even did <laughs> improv. We even did improv comedy somehow. Somehow, and, and hey, and they all left. They they like out. I, I guess we're funny. I, I I don't know. I mean, I see you laughing, but um, but but hey, I don't know. I don't know if it's true. Shit happens. But essentially, after we came back last semester, um, this this guy met a drummer. His name is Leslie. Uh, he he's from uh, the Bahamas. The Bahamas, and well, and he lived in Alabama too. But I, yeah, he met him, and yeah, and then through another friend who used to go here, she recommended us a guy who is from. She's from Buffalo, and he's he was from um, he's from Buffalo as well. And he was coming. It was his first year here, and his name is Aiden. Plays guitar, and yeah, we met him. We played a little in the dorm. Um, and these yeah. guys are fucking cool. And they are cool. They are. They're awesome to one, have. On one phenomenon. day we played in the. We got together in the in, in the quad in the quad, and yeah, we just jammed. We we got them playing some of our songs. We improvised, and people got together, and it was all fun. And and yeah, they got they got in with the vibe, and yeah, they really um they clicked in real quick. Like they they got you know um they learned the songs really quick. We went and played at Lehman. We played so many shows at, uh, here at Purchase. And yes, once we, we did. once we played at the big stage in the stoop, that's when it like really, really clicked in with it because we had, well, for him, it wasn't the best show, but we did have a good show overall. The audience, you know, the audience loved it. And they felt that because they had never played songs like Back in Business, you know, or other songs like, like um, Follow Me. And we even um, played, um, our, our song called Phenomenon for the first time in that um, in that show, and they felt what you know what you felt on March 18 um, of 2022, and the energy it was there, and that's from there we've just been really hooked on. They've been motivated to you know follow us, and yeah, we have now shows planned at the Delancey all throughout the, yep. this year. Eight shows from February to August. Maybe even more if we do a good job, um, and and you know these guys are down with it. They're they're and down with easy it. Easy to work with, and they're and they're very easy to work with. They're very chill. They understand. They they dig everything. Like you know, they don't go like oh this doesn't make any sense. And they keep it real. And they keep it real. Like you know, if they don't like something, which is rare. Um. They'll like say it to us. They'll be like, "Yo, this this shit fucking sucks, man. You guys gotta change it." And then, and then you know what? We don't change it. <laughs> and they and and they um and 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 when we play it, they they just end up liking it a lot. Like you know, I mean, I, I I don't know what I like. I don't know what to say. I mean, like you know, I'm um we're very fortunate that um these guys were um very very lenient and that they're very interested in what we have to offer because um to be fair it's kind of hard to do an elevator pitch i mean you really have like just a few songs under your belt but when you actually hear the songs you get like a full grasp on, on what it means to be a part of phenomenon and like you know um the definition of phenomenon is something is something out of this world like, you know, something, something grand, something big, a spectacle. And that's what we offer, man. It's like, you know, it's not easy. It took a while to get here. Of, of course, like we had the previous band and, you know, I'm very fortunate for the previous band because 
Um, you know, they 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 opened doors that um that allowed us to get through places that you know is giant leaps from where we were before. But um, you know, those doors are closed, and now we're here. Something I want to add to um, you know, our new members um they and it's uh, I'll feel this more now. Never. They. Yes, they they have learned a lot of stuff from us, like within you know the way we approach, the way we do music, like um, you know they learned how to they they got accommodated to our way of you know, working with us or working around the music we do, and they see the vision, they have seen the vision, but as just as much as they have learned from working with phenomena, we've learned. On them as well. Um, I feel we, as band members or leaders, and you know, he's the leader, but like we, we learn a lot this time around. Maybe you know, back in back then, maybe we didn't think do things so well as we could have. Um, weren't organized enough. Or weren't organized enough. We didn't really didn't we didn't necessarily have the resources that a, a lot of other people had because not a part of the music conservatory. So there's, there's only yeah. so much we can do. And yeah, and also it was our first time with you know handling a band, so there's bound to be mistakes in the way. You know, we're not gonna do it perfect, and even now we're still gonna make mistakes. But I feel we've learned from that and learn how to approach them in in a way where like you know. We love that they're easy to work, but we also are, ourselves want to be easy to work as well because that's how things are going to prosper. And I feel, yeah, I feel we're in the right direction how to handling, you know, a group of people Most in, in, a, in a professional way. And we've, up, we, we've fucked up before. Um, well, and, that's life. But at the same time, uh, you know, <laughs> every fuck up is going to be something different. Exactly. We're not going to be fucking up the same thing. We learn something new, and then we make a mistake, a different mistake, and then learn again from that mistake. Yeah, and if and, and if you don't learn from mis- from your mistakes, then we quit. You know, <laughs> yep, we quit. Like uh, what the, the the fuck was his name? Albert Einstein said, um, um, insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Yeah, not gonna work. Um, but you guys. You put so much work into, you know, building your brand, building your band, building yourselves and your crafts. And I know you're putting in a lot of sacrifices in your time and energy, but, is it, you know, there's always going to be moments where, you, you know, you've got to, like, step away for a second, you know, before you feel burnout. And just um, when you stepped away from uh, your music and you just are able to... You enjoy other um, hobbies, activities, other people, other everything. Uh, what are some? What are just some? Some parts of like just the life outside of music that you always you know try to indulge in as much as you can. Spending time with family, really, just like um, or just like you know. I mean, I've 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 known this guy for for years. This guy is like he's he's basically a little brother. So like so like you know like like there's times where we go watch movies and stuff like that. Um, some movies he's he's lucky to not be there for. Um, <clears throat> but um, like you know, doing playing video games, just spending time with friends and family, like. Like once a year, I do like a little get together. 
at, at my dad's or I'd invite everyone and we all just like rock out, have some fun, eat, chill, maybe violate each other. Um, some people like, you boys. Like, yeah, like, um, get like, especially with our friend Matt. Oh remember, yeah, you yeah. Matt. You do remember Matt? Um, yeah, yeah. And maybe get humped by by a few dogs. What the? Um, <laughs> okay, then, what are you even? This is oh <laughs> maybe like maybe maybe go to church. Pray definitely, to God. Definitely not that. Do some Bible study. <laughs> definitely not that. <laughs> not, we did that once, but not again. Yeah, by um, accident, but not again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like like this, exactly like this. Just have a good time, like laugh, chill, maybe this guy's crazy. Talk bro. shit, play some Smash Bros. Play, get angry at Mario Kart, get frustrated, super frustrated. Yes. That's, that's, what about you, Andres? Yeah, just to add upon, I mean, we like roasting each other. We we like making fun of you know everything and every everybody that, <laughs> they, that breathe, honestly, and you know just for the fucks of it. Um, and you know making fun of like. Bad shows, bad movies, and but overall, like at least me, I like you know. Again, <laughs> when you don't see me playing the bass, you're gonna see me like watching anime. Um, Death Battle, oh, I love that battle. That's my <laughs> my favorite show. Big fan of those guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I love learning about countries, geography. I really yeah. adore that. I, I like doing that too. No, he doesn't. Um, so, and overall, um, just having fun, trying new new things out. Like the other day, I went bowling for the first time. Yeah, this guy was this guy was like he he started off as like the worst one there, ended up being like one of the best bowlers I've ever seen in my life. This guy was curving the ball and, and everything. I was like, holy shit! And then it's funny because he was like, like it was this guy, but his name was Luke. Sorry, Luke. He was talking shit, and then and then like you know we had to humble him. Um, but yeah, man, like it's 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 things like that that are just very very fun to do. And like you know, we we both work at the melt shop, one of the greatest places in the world to work <laughs> at. Um, yeah. <laughs> and and like you know we we we. We make friends with a lot of people there. Like, and make enemies. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I feel like everyone that works there, I, I, I could consider a part of my family. Um, <laughs> like, um, um, they're just, they're like, no, I'm, I'm joking. The jokes write themselves. Yeah. The, the jokes write themselves for a lot of people. But like, you know, we, we work in the same place. We basically do the same shit. Like kind of planning on like, no, no. The plan is to, at the end of the semester, get a, an apartment. Um, together with with my girl and stuff like that is gonna be nice. Um, so um, and like you know, of course, music is like is it's a hobby. It's part of us. We, it's life. It's funny. We always. <laughs> it's funny. We do these things, but somehow, some some way, they music always finds itself between these things. Like. Yeah. For example, I went to Colombia. hadn't gone there for two years. So I went to see my mom and my sister and the rest of my family. Right? Um, and, you know, this is my time to, you know, be, be, you know, chilling, just having a vacation, right? And I was still working on music every day, <laughs> like playing bass, practicing. It just the grind never stops. You know, I'm always, you know, I may be doing something, but I'm still thinking about music some way. You know, sometimes I may be playing a video game, right? 
and then I listen to the melody, I'd be like, oh, that went to C sharp. Then it went to, um, uh, I don't know, D, uh, D flat. Uh, well, that's the same thing, C sharp and D flat. But you, don't, you get the point. I, you know, it goes for, I start thinking about music just by hearing, maybe playing Sonic, I start humming the melody. Ooh, how would that sound if I played it on the bass, you know? Um, and stuff like that. Like, you know, we, we went to like, um, I forgot, um, uh, we were going somewhere, right? And then in in the way, like, to to that place, it wasn't even music-related. We're in the train. We were just talking about music the whole ride through. And, like, no, literally. <laughs> like, during the, the winter break, I went to a karaoke bar. It's a place where you're supposed to drink and have fun. Nah, man. I, I ended up performing back in business. Um, oh. Yeah, man. And then, like, for example, the the Rock Church is the place you're supposed to praise God at. Nah, yeah, I, no, I, we didn't. We didn't even perform. <laughs> we didn't perform there, but you know, we 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 did some kind of music there too. And it's yeah, like, you know, it's like a lot. Uh, 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 like fortunately for us, I was gonna say unfortunately, but fortunately, everything we do involves music. Like I'm playing Smash Bros. and I'm and I'm listening to a, a recording we did of uh, one of our songs. Um, I mean. Yeah, I even have it on on repeat. We, we were working yesterday, and he was listening to one of the, one of our recordings of a song yeah. while he was working. While I was working, man, and, and I was singing to it too, as 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 if that's not me. <laughs> and I was like, and, and and I was grooving to like um to like the instrumental uh, as if that's not Andreas playing bass. It, it was and 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 this guy was right in front of me, <laughs> like so you know. I, I feel like there's a with with living life and doing this music stuff. I feel like um, it teaches us humility. Um, like you know, always remaining humble. Yeah. Because um, you know, when 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 you're humble, you could appreciate the 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 finer things in life and not take that's, things for granted. That is true. That is true. And you know what, guys, that has. It's got me to my last question for you guys, and it ties back to this theme of love. So, gentlemen, you've talked in depth about it, but I just want to hear it just uh, in one sentence. How would you both describe your love for music? I mean, shit. When I think about music, I get like an instant boner. Like th- that. That's how much right. I love <laughs> yeah, definition, please. <laughs> I'll go first. Yeah, I'll go first. I'm the mo- I'm the sanest one here. <laughs> so, oh, when the music, it that's an interesting question. How do I put it in one sentence? So not ramble on. I would say music is. Hmm. Hard. It's hard because I I can go run, I can talk and talk about it, but putting in short words is just. I guess it's just music at this point has just become another body part of myself. Something I love. Something that's gonna hopefully <laughs> always be there for me, you know. And it's something that developed. You know, I never knew it was there until until it was. Music's like your second heart. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? There you go. That's literally like. You know, here's my second part. I can't go anywhere without listening to music. I can't necessarily do anything without listening to music. Like music's my GPS. It's my time machine. It's it's my rock. It's it's my it's my council session. It's it's where I go to just feel something. If if anything, happy, sad, um, motivated, I I I I feel anything and everything with music, like even classical music, even even shit. I be bopping to some Disney songs, like <laughs> hey, Coco Melon has some decent melodies. We we said we said we talked about it one time. In our fu- in, in our funeral, they gotta play music. Yes, they do. You gotta play music the entire thing. Like even after, yes. bury me with a with a speaker and a microphone, and and my writing books. Yes, you guys imagine. I imagine you guys like setting up like your own setting up like a playlist for your own funerals, everything. Oh, I'm already thinking. True. You know what? <laughs> you just gave me an idea, man. You're welcome. I'm thinking about my, um, my wedding, <laughs> my funeral. The wedding, the the funeral, the shit. When, when your babies are born, when my when my kids are born, like oh man. See, that's right there. See, Andre's music is your second heart. Osiris music is your GPS. It's my like. Well, music, I like GPS because, you know, that music gives you direction. It gives you just a path to follow. It just music is just what drives you guys. It's what's gotten you up like every morning thinking about how, what the next song is going to be like. It's got you staying up for like hours at a time, just working on how you can, you know, give give your give your songs just a little bit more detail, a little bit more uh, power so you can like just perform it and just, even if you don't like it afterwards, you came out and you gave them the best show you could. And that's, that, that shows your, your love for, for music. So it's, it's powerful. Yes. Truly. It's got us to stay in purchase and, and that's no easy feat, man. <laughs> got to be very powerful enough to, to keep us here. <laughs> You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You understand. You, you, you understand, man. You you in here? Yes, I did. I did go there with you guys. Um, yeah, it's just it makes me happy seeing how everything's you know turned out the way it has. Um, so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for episode fifty-one of the upcoming. Just want to give a big thank you to. The group, uh, band, uh, Osiris Warren and Andres Milano of Phenomenon. Thank you guys for coming on and, you know, just give, tell us your stories. Thank you for having us. Thank you, man. Appreciate yeah. you. Absolutely. So, all right, folks. Like said that's it for episode 51 of the upcoming. Uh, be sure to follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter, the upcoming podcast. And also just, you know, find us wherever you uh, get your podcasts. Uh, we try to have these out uh, every Sunday. And yeah, with that being said, uh, stay tuned for the next exciting episode and good night. Thank you for tuning into the upcoming. 
If you like this, be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcast, and also be sure to follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter at the Upcoming Podcast. And also just stay tuned for the next episode later down the line. Best yet to come. Take care, everybody.